This episode of the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast is brought to you by the Podcast Reach System. Are you ready to exponentially reach more profitable customers? Launching and hosting your own show is your proven best solution for networking, client attraction, and establishing your celebrity expert brand. Visit www.podcastreachsystem.com and claim your rightful place as the leading star of your industry so you make a difference for your community, market, and audience. Welcome to the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Join us as we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who reveal what they are doing to make the world a better place by being part of it. Be sure to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, lean in, tune in, get your notepad and two pens ready, and let's get started. My name is Adam Homey. I am your host, and I am honored by your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. The Brilliance Plus Passion Project is about highlighting folks who, by being part of the world, make it a better place and also through their contributions to it. It's a little early here uh, by my standards, so I may have flubbed my line slightly, but you know, that's what podcasting is. It's meta-marketing. Introducing our co-host, Princess Alessandra. I have learned over the years that we do not put baby in the corner, and she is so dedicated to being my co-host. It reminds me of the story that Les Brown tells about when he worked at that radio station, and he used to practice being a DJ. And when his moment came, when uh, all of a sudden he needed somebody to go in and do the show. I think Alessandra's doing that. She's waiting for me to one day not be available to do the Brilliance Plus Passion Project so that she can have her very own podcast. <laughs> dad joke or lol joke. So today we have somebody with us. Uh, his n- name is Tony Gornacha. And let me just tell you uh, very briefly who he is. And then he's going to tell you the story for himself. Uh, he was introduced to me through somebody who uh, his, has been featured on my business creators radio show. Uh, Tony is the founder of Castosity. And he's going to tell you a bit about that in just a second. But let's introduce him. Tony, welcome aboard. It's great to have you here. Thanks so much. Real pleasure right. to be here. Absolutely. So we go through uh, about 10 questions here. And uh, our listeners know this. So let's just let's just bang it out, man. Let's go. Sure. Tell us, how does the work you do make the world a better place for your clients, customers, and the world at large? Yeah, no, of course. Uh, I really think that podcasters podcasting is a great thing because it gives everyone uh-huh. a voice because I really think everyone yes. deserves to have a voice. Uh, I am your voice. Uh, yes, exactly. A lot of times people go on podcasts, however, because they want to try to be successful in business. There's a lot of use yes. cases for it. And so what I really want to do is help make podcasting profitable because unfortunately so many people are not profitable with what they're doing. And specifically uh-huh. by that, it's not just about money necessarily. I really focus on three distinct areas, helping people grow their audience, helping them grow their income, and help them grow their impact. Audience, income, yeah. impact. And I have networking, client attraction, celebrity expert branding. So I love formulas. Keep going. Yeah, that's it. And so what we did uh, is we're creating 
really a, a whole suite of tools, really uh, tools, trainings, and templates. And we're going to release over 100 of them over the next five years. And really, we're focused on two areas to help market and monetize podcasts so that those hosts and guests can grow their audience income and impact. The first product we've released is a uh, called Podcast One Sheet. And what it does enables you to create an online media kit in minutes for free. Ooh. So that's the first thing we have. And we have a whole slew of other software coming down the line along with trainings and templates. Oh, that's curious. So, so part of what you're doing right now is this idea of creating a podcast one sheet. And it's the idea that a person can log in. And, lo- and I know I'm almost repeating you word for word here. And they can set up a media kit right now. I'm gonna, now, now, is this sort of like, I haven't had a chance to check it out for myself. I've seen more and more people who are guesting on podcasts. Rather than creating a one sheet, they create a, a public link on Dropbox or Google Drive where they put their headshots, their bio, their suggested questions, their topic descriptions, and things along those lines. And anytime a host needs it, they'd say, here's my link. Go get what you need. Is this is this sort of like that? Is that kind of what the end product looks like? Uh, it's a little different because it's a software suite. So I like to think yeah. of a one sheet, almost like a resume, but for getting booked on podcast interviews. So just like you might have a resume builder out there that makes it really create, easy to create a resume, mm-hmm. same idea here. And so what it does is it puts everything in one place. But what we're not doing is kind of everything's in a different spot, maybe in Dropbox or maybe like a PDF. Problem with those is they're not mobile friendly. A lot of us are on the go. And so we might want to have yeah. easy access to it. Uh, you can't change it. With our system, you can duplicate your one sheet. So for instance, say I talk about multiple things. I talk about music. I talk about business. I talk about podcasting. I can hit one button, duplicate my one sheet, and then change the branding, the colors, the logo. I can do a whole lot more things with it that I just can't do it with the traditional systems. Wow, this is real. This is really cool because uh, the, part of the challenges we have with one sheets and we've seen for a long time is you either create it in the PDF or you have a designer do it, and then as soon as you change your brand or you pivot, now you have to either update that one sheet or get somebody to do it for you, and that results in a lot of people having out of date one sheets. Also, there's the fact that they're trying to get a lot of information into a one sheet. Uh, sometimes they don't even know what's the best information to put on a one sheet. Uh, I made a comment just the other day in one of my Facebook groups that we're getting to the point where podcast hosts, and I said this partially for shock value, that they don't care about your effing one sheet. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think that's really the case, but I can tell you that uh, I have a one sheet in and of itself is the version of I build it, now I'm just waiting for them to show up. Uh, what I like about what you're doing is it actually makes the whole one sheet type thing viable because you can pivot on a dime. You can have a new topic. You can have a a second topic and, uh, you can be always sharing current information. I think that's part of the reason why we've had this shift from the, the PDF one sheets, uh, that everybody was doing a year ago, almost without exception to a lot of these podcasters out there who now share it their stuff on Google Drive. And it looks like what you've come up with sort of takes all that together and optimizes it. Is that is that a great way to put it? Uh, one yeah, second? that's exactly it. And what I always believe is, is part of the key thing about the one sheet is what actually goes in it. That's the other problem. Because yeah. a lot of people think about the format, and which is great. But within it, we actually have a creator that helps you develop your messaging. So it has templates to help you create your bio, create really compelling topics. 
and it's got trainings and tools and examples to go with it. So it really takes someone that has no idea about how to do this and makes it very simple for anyone who can do it. Because again, what we want to do is really democratize this so everyone can really have a voice. And that requires, yes, the format, but more importantly, what goes within, within it. Absolutely. So uh, let's, let's move along here. Sure. Uh, you, as you can see, I had more than the usual number of questions. Normally, I don't have these many questions on this show because uh, mm-hmm. this is really intriguing to me. But just tell me real quick, what are a couple other FAQs you get, frequently asked questions? Yeah, so a lot of people, it really goes in this order. Uh, first thing people ask about is, how do I get interviewed? And so yeah. obviously the media kit does that and also does right. all the things like help you find podcasts where we get interviewed, a whole bunch of things like that. The next thing that usually comes from that, okay, I'm on a podcast. How do I market my message? And so that's the other problem uh, that I see all the time, which I created some solutions for that as well. And finally, the big one, uh, which I have a book coming out called this, which, which is how do I generate income for my interviews? So yes, okay, great. I got on the podcast. How do I market it and get some you know, use out of it? And finally, how do I actually generate income from it? Yeah, yeah, I think it's very important. What are a couple of questions you wish people would ask? Oh, gosh. Uh, a few <laughs> things. Yeah. The, the first one is really I wish people thought more about the impact they want to make. Because what yeah. I found is the success you have in, in real life is directly related to how much impact you have in others. And in fact, probably the most important skill set you can have as a guest on a podcast or as a podcaster is really communication, which is that message. So how you deliver that message, is it clear, is it compelling? That has a direct correlation in your impact because you might have the cure for cancer, but if you can't communicate it, it's not going to go anywhere. And so I think that's probably the most important thing to understand. Uh, close second to that is value. Like I don't think people understand the real, you know, the importance of value in what you're doing. And so what I've learned is there's always a, uh, a, an exchange. And so what I mean by that is I'm on your show today. And what I'm doing is I'm giving hopefully valuable information in exchange for someone's yeah. attention. Now, the next stage yep. is maybe I might have an offer. That offer is usually in exchange for contact information. And so I provide even greater value. And then the last part is usually maybe there's a service or product that's involved. And usually the exchange there is money for that, that result that they want to get. And so people don't put enough time thinking about, okay, how do I provide 10x value to whatever I'm doing, whether it's trying to get attention, whether it's trying to get uh, contact information exchange for uh, content, or whether it's a result as, as that comes from the product or service you might offer. So that's the, the second one. And then finally, the last one is how do you create leverage? So uh, people don't think enough about leverage. And that's what I love about podcast guests uh, guest interviews because you get a lot of leverage out of it. So in other words, we could do this interview here. I get in front of your audience. Then we might do what's called co-marketing. I market the show, you market the show. Then after that, I can put it on my website. I can use it for lead generation. I can use it for people that I'm already talking with to give you know credibility to myself. Uh, there's so many things you can do with a podcast interview that the, the possibilities are endless. So it's a highly leverageable thing. So anything I do, I always try to say, okay, how do I do one thing? and get 10 things out of it, and, and podcast yes. interviews are fantastic for that. Yeah, and in my organic content multi-purposing curriculum, it's actually the same thing. You're creating a piece of content, and I tell people if you're creating any content, in this case, a podcast interview is one of them, ask this question, how many different things can I do with this piece of content? 
Yeah, precisely. And you'll find so much sitting on the table. All right, so we have a, a couple minutes left here, and uh, we're going to go into a bit of a lightning round. And this is the fun part of this project, where we get to know our guests at a human level. So we're going to get to know a little bit more about Tony Guarnaccia, and I have a few questions for you along those lines. We're going to shift gears now. First of all, what would people who know you be surprised to learn about you? Uh, they probably, most people don't know, I used to be a professional violinist. And so wow. I always found music was huge for business and every other interaction because I learned so much. You learn discipline, you learn how to break things down, you learn how to leverage creativity, but still be analytical. So music mm-hmm. has served me really well over the years and continues to do so to this day. Right. Okay. So next, what do you hope people say about you when you're not around to hear it? Kind of like what I talked about before. I hope people uh, say I got tremendous value from from listening to Tony and working with him. And uh, he's really made a huge impact on my life. Great, great, great. Now, if you could go back in time and change one thing you've done, one thing you've experienced, one thing that's happened, what would it be and why? Yeah, I think at the end of the day, you're where you're at in relation to the decisions you've made. So obviously making better decisions is core, but if you want a specific example, I would say relationships. What I've learned over the years is everything's about relationships because to get to the next level, usually it takes a person to get there, you know? And so investing more in masterminds and mentorship and helping others and just, you know, again, podcasts are great for that because it's a way to do that uh, in a way that's very leverageable and, and scalable. Uh, but, you know, relationships are really the key. So I, if I went back to my 21-year-old self, I would have said, you know, invest more in relationships because that's really what is going to get to the next level. And ultimately, that's where fulfillment comes from, too, is from other people. I, I couldn't agree more. What famous person, either alive or dead, would you like to meet? And what question would you have for them if you had the opportunity? Yeah, I think there's a lot of talk nowadays about, uh, you know, potential recession and challenges and, you know, whether it's now or it's in the future or even in the past, the one thing that's really kind of helped people get through it is this idea of resiliency. And so, you know, who is a great example of resiliency? Well, one of the best is probably Winston Churchill. And so what he did through World War II, Mm -hmm. his resiliency to keep fighting, uh, with with uh, the Nazis and, and the invasions and everything going and how he encouraged people and really was a pillar of leadership is certainly something uh, I'd love to, someone I'd love to meet and really ask them the question, you know, wh- where did you learn this resiliency and your, your yeah. skills? You know, what's one piece of advice that maybe people don't think about that you might want to share with me? Yeah, you know, uh, I reference Winston Churchill several times in my book, Groundhog Days, an event, not a business strategy. And uh, there's a few things that he and I personally would have in common. First of all, um, he was a cigar aficionado, same as I am. Uh, we both love our cigars. Second thing is, is uh, neither of us rarely, be, you know, like me, he rarely began his workday before 11 a.m. or even noon sometimes. And yet he got most of his productive work done while most people were in bed. Hmm. It was uh, it was actually quite normal for him to turn in just as the sun was coming up. Wow. Uh, and uh, and, and what's also, what's also kind of interesting about him, and uh, in this, I, I could almost see myself in a situation. During the, the Blitz in London, when the Germans were bombing London, World War II, while everybody else was down in the bomb shelters, he'd go up and walk around in the streets uh, with a cigar and take a stroll. And... The reason, and the reason he did that is because 
at that moment, everybody else was in the shelters. There was nobody else around. Finally, he could get out and take a walk and think without people bothering him. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, and so so he had that kind of bulldog, uh, you know, damn the torpedoes personality, which made him so awesomely effective in that role at that time. I also like to point out that up until uh, he had the opportunity to save Western civilization from an existential threat, that his career was kind of on the skids. Uh, and actually, there were many who had pretty much written him off as a has-been. And you mentioned resilience. This is a guy who just didn't give up. At no point did he really say, eh, to hell with it. I'm just going to go sit in the countryside and paint. No, he he, he stuck around. He, he He played long game. And uh, he was available when his time came. Uh, going back to Les Brown, who worked in that radio studio for years and years and years till he finally got his chance to go on the air. Winston Churchill w- waited a quarter of a century for his moment. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, which, which, uh, which says something about stick-to-itiveness, which says something about not letting people tell you when you're done and always yeah. being far from over. Amen, yeah. No, I, I believe that. And, yeah. yeah. Hardly. Absolutely. So uh, what motivates and inspires you to keep going when you're having a tough time or facing a challenge? Yeah, well, I mean, one of my inspirations is actually my mother. So she grew up in a time very similar to what we recently dealt with 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 the pandemic. And really, in some ways, we're dealing with now. So uh, in the late 30s, uh, there, of course, was the polio. uh, Yep. The polio pandemic. And so she lived through that, unfortunately, as a baby. She contracted it and was able to, unable to walk. And so what was really amazing about her is that in, in the hospital, uh, she learned to finally take steps. And in fact, one of my books is called Small Steps uh, to Grow yeah. Products. And what she did is, is she had vision in her mind. She wanted to be able to wear high heels at some point. And so what she did was she originally, you know, they had in the pool to try to get the nervous system stronger and playing, you know, playing with pottery and things like that. Then she was able to walk between uh, these two long rails and to the point where she finally was able to take those small steps and take further and further steps. And so my mother has been a great example of resiliency that I was able to model personally, just being, you know, around her. So she continues to inspire me today. and, And she's one of the greatest examples of resilience that I know. That's awesome. That that's great. Um, so, Final question here. Now, I, you have an invitation for our audience. I think our audience already knows what the invitation is. Uh, but before we do that, I'm going to share your invitation on your behalf. But in general, when people are done streaming this episode within the next minute or so, what is one action you wanted them to take? What is one thing you recommend they do? Yeah, I would start with, okay, what do I want to offer the world? And really, at the end of the day, everyone wants transformation. And so I have a very simpler simple formula I look at, at, which is like, what are people struggling with? What's their end desired result? And how can you be the solution in the middle? And what small step can you contribute to get them to where they want to be? How can you guide them along that path and just give them one small step to be? That would be my advice is say, okay, figure out who I'm trying to serve, what do they need, and how can I get them to their desired result by just taking one small step? Wow. All right, so here comes your here comes the invitation. We spent the first five minutes or so speaking about it. Uh, you've heard about it, and now you get to experience it. For our listeners, go to podcastonesheet.com. That's podcastonesheet.com. And I can't 
I am just so impressed that you were able to get that domain. Wow. I th- I thought I thought I I thought I was onto something when I got the monetize your podcast fast domain because it has a cute little rhyme to it. But podcastonesheet.com, I mean, just folks, go there just because he got that domain. But this is the tool that Tony was talking about, the thing that allows you to log in and within moments set up a one sheet and then have the ability to adapt it on the fly to create variations for different audiences, different targeted campaigns and have all your materials there to make it easy for podcast hosts to make fast decisions that yes they want to have you as a guest on their show so go check that out podcastonesheet.com uh i love the idea i've actually been waiting for something to show up in the market on this myself for our listeners you know that most of the work that i do in podcasting is on the launch side although we do have our own guide on monetization and everything we do with the launch is about is about creating podcasts that make you money, make you the big money, the high ticket money, not the not the quarter per trillion clicks. We're going for the big money here. Uh, but even when you're hosting, you should also be guesting. And hosting is a way to do more guesting. So go to podcastonesheet.com and get this thing. I, it's it's right there. It's it's like a no brainer. Go get it. Podcastonesheet.com. And with that. And with that, uh, Tony Wernatcha, thank you so much for being with us here today. It's thank you. Yeah, really. Have... Edu- it's been an honor. And believe me in education. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast, where we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who are making a difference for their community, market, and audience. Remember to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Oh,